1: Hey everyone, welcome to Round Ball Stew. I am Matt Straup. It is Monday, December 20th, and we are here with some takeaways from a very, very hectic weekend in the NBA. Some updated waiver wire pickups and more as we move into week 10 of the NBA season. Double digit weeks are here. Complete roster chaos is here. Dr. A is also here, who is back from where were you, Steve? Speaking of chaos, where did you go? What happened?
2: Yeah, I didn't really talk about it, I don't think. We flew into Reno, Nevada via LAX, which was a 14-hour day pretty much. Well, it was 14 hours after we then drove to Fallon, Nevada, which is the home of the Navy's top gun. Okay, sure. Facility it used to be in Miramar, San Diego, California, which is where the movie with Tom Cruise took place that would have been a sweet place to go on vacation but my son graduated from top gun last week and we had the pleasure of flying into reno and they drove the fallon which is literally in the middle of nowhere you're just in a basin surrounded by mountains it was actually pretty cool but it's just like farm country and not a lot going on the world's loneliest highway happens to be in fallon it's just this straight yeah. highway where you can see like eight miles ahead there's nothing on it but it was a pretty amazing experience we were also there during i guess one of the largest snowstorms the sierra nevada mountains have ever encountered and we went and checked out lake tahoe and saw my son graduate and made it home late last night and matt i'll tell you between the time change and this my already weird sleep schedule and then being thrown into this casino world with my wife and and not knowing what time it was ever. I and then you know a new a new COVID update on my phone from Woj every literally almost every ten minutes I was gone. I have no idea what's going on.
1: Yeah. Well and I think that segues nicely into what we're gonna talk about here today. Some of what we're gonna talk about today because we are going to talk some waiver wire pickups coming out of the weekend, but that really is what kind of a weekend it was. I mean, Jonas and I on Friday when we did the waiver wire podcast spent several minutes talking up Davion Mitchell and then like three hours later he entered the protocols. So it was just kind of we're kind of ripping up our fantasy plans on the fly here and restarting just a total mess of a weekend multiple games postponed on Sunday. I mean, Just to scratch the surface of some of the names who are in the protocols as of Monday, Trey Young, Giannis, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, Jarrett Allen, Evan Mobley, Andrew Wiggins. I mean, it's just, I think a lot of our rosters have a lot of red paint on them right now. A lot of, you know, injury statuses on there. It's just, it's just madness. I mean, Kyrie Irving is also in the protocols and more on why that is significant in a minute. One note here, though, Pershams Strania, the NBA is apparently requiring teams to sign replacement players when two or more players under contract go into quarantine. What a novel idea. We, Steve, we can bring up players to fill out the roster rather than canceling the game. Can you believe it? Rather than postponing the game. Incredible stuff. (laughs) Who thought of it?
2: It's absolutely incredible stuff. And then does that mean that we need to go load our rosters up with these guys if they play that day and uh, I don't know most leagues are set up so there's limits of how many moves you can make and and all that I mean I I tell you what my my buddies want to set a fan lineup every single night through this and I was like guys I'm I'm only doing that if I can sit down all day and just watch what's going on and like you need to be able to you need to be able to monitor this thing all the time because we're just getting into this I think like like it all happened at once it's, it felt like over the last week but there's more game cancellations coming there's more guys you know we're going to get more updates today of more guys entering the, the protocols and so you got to be on your toes i don't think now is the time to be a casual dabbler in dfs or even fantasy and that's what i'm scared about with my regular fantasy leagues man like the the two nbc leagues that i'm in the the Company league and the draft show league, which are the really the only two leagues I care about since my thirty team is absolute trash. Like I'm really scared to even go in and play with those lineups because I don't know what I don't know what to do. <laughs> and I I've been avoiding it. You know, I I slept all day because I was jet lagged and all tired and everything. And yeah, and now we're doing this, and I'm just gonna after this, I'm gonna go get my kid. I'm gonna keep avoiding dealing with that lineup setting as long as I can. I'm, I'm procrastinating on that.
1: Good. Smart. As someone who just passed you in the company league in the standings, I think that's a wise choice. I think you should just, just put it up, put it aside, especially that league. Don't even worry about it. I think that's the wise move. And I do want to respond to, Two things you just said there. Number one, the possibility of postponements. That note I said about teams adding rosters, as you'll see in our NBC Sports Edge slash Roto World Blurb, if you go check on that topic, I think the idea is the teams being teams basically being required to add replacement players will hopefully prevent postponements from happening. Not to say we won't have any, we might have plenty more, but but hopefully that response will kind of stop the wave that we saw over the weekend from being a regular thing. I think that maybe is the idea. And then the other thing I mentioned is I wanted to bring up is, you know, you said most of my leagues have a limited number of moves. We roster flexibility in fantasy hoops and in all fantasy these days is the name of the game. I mean, we're in that 30 team league where you have to set your lineup on Monday. It's just that in this day and age is absolutely archaic. I mean, I'm, I'm so against that now at this point. Limited moves, you, you got to be – just open it up. You know what I mean? Game limits, I'm, I'm all for game limits, right? And in one of my Yahoo leagues, we just do it on the honor system. It's 45 games a week, and we just – check everyone checks their own, and you check your opponent, and occasionally someone accidentally goes over it, and then, you know, whatever, we figure out what to do about that. But just that's where I'm at with it. You know, unlimited moves – roster flexibility, figure out a way to do a game limit. That I think is the best way to do a head-to-head league with all of this madness.
2: Yeah, most of my Yahoo leagues have limits of like two or three moves a week and a number of moves you can make for the season. Right. Some of them only have one injured list spot. Some of them have two. That's not enough. I mean, I'm with you, man. Like, I think the way things have gone this year, next season, I'm gonna push for those leagues to go with four, injured list spots because four wouldn't even be enough right now. And then let me make as many moves as I need to make. Like, don't hold me back,
1: man. Don't hold me back. All right. So I mentioned Kyrie Irving before, according to Shams Trani, he has started the process of returning to the nets. And according to Woj, he is not planning to get vaccinated. So he'll be a part-time player playing on the road. Now, I don't think we know as of Monday when this is going to happen. As I said, he's in the protocols. So that could totally stall things out for who knows how long but it's starting to look like at some point those who drafted kyrie irving will have him for <laughs> nets road games which is just you know one of the more bizarre things i can ever remember in terms of like a fantasy roster reality steve
2: yeah really weird matt because they're like no we're not doing this he, he's either got to be all in or all out and then they're like well because of covid and the fact that we're short on players Welcome back to the team, Kyrie. Like, I don't know, man. It, it's it's pretty it's pretty odd. It, it it reminds me a little bit, you know, it used to be fun to fly, you know, pre-9-11. It was pretty fun to take a plane trip across the country and pretty chill. But then 9-11 happened and, and then things got really tight. And now this and things are even more of a disaster. There's nothing fun about going to an airport anymore. And I, I was laughing as we were sitting there getting ready because they charge you now for every bag you try to put on, you try to check, they're like, you know, if you bring in bags, you got to pay to get them checked. But now that everybody just packs in a very small bag and carries it on, if the flight's full, they don't have enough room in the overhead space. So then they gladly take your bags for free and check them and want you to do that. And then you have to wait when you get off the, it's like, right. It kind of reminds me of Kyrie. It's like, no, 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 we're not going to let you do that. But wait, things have changed. Now we need your help. Come on. Come on. Come on back.
1: So in this analogy, Kyrie playing in road games for the Nets is the equivalent of an, a bag being checked gate side. Is that correct?
2: Yes. It's someone volunteering to allow their bag to be checked after they were told it would cost okay. $200 to do so before they flight yeah. left.
1: Got it. Okay. So Kyrie is voluntarily checking his bag. I, I don't know. Or the Nets voluntarily checking it for him. I don't know. I, well... We're gonna sidebar this one afterwards. Stay for the after show. We'll we'll get into our luggage analogy for about twenty or thirty minutes after the show.
2: I think Steve Nash Steve Nash might be the pilot. Okay. That's all I know.
1: Okay. He's not the gate agent, though. He's not the gate agent. Sean Marks maybe is the gate agent. Okay, it's gone too far. Steve, it's gone too far. I'm shutting I'm shutting it down. I'm shutting down the luggage analogy. Okay, let's let's look at a couple other situations here before we get to some waiver wire pickups. You may have seen this while you are in Nevada, Steve. Anthony Davis has a sprained MCL. He will be reevaluated in four weeks. So we're not even talking about you know health and safety protocols here, just a major injury to, obviously, a star player. And when you look at this Lakers roster, I mean, just looking at their game on, I believe, Sunday, I mean, what is it? Carmelo Anthony is the big beneficiary here. He had 21 points, 5 rebounds, 2 steals, 2 blocks, 5 three-pointers in 29 minutes. But you're not getting... You know, there's there's nothing even close to an Anthony Davis kind of insurance play on this Lakers roster, I don't think.
2: No, there's not. I think you're right. Carmella looks like the big one. Maybe Taylor Horton Tucker does something, but you know, I I had some money on the Lakers that night. Reeves hit the hit the big three pointer on that crazy last second play to, to win the game and cover by a half point. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore, man. These guys just aren't very good. Like that was with AD LeBron and Westbrook all at full strength. And the Lakers just, they're just not, they're just not that good. And they're old. And now AD, you know, I have AD on one of my teams. I don't think it's one of those two NBC teams you were talking about. I think it's my rock and roll team, which is just getting destroyed this year because Mm AD is my best player. And, He's just, it's just not been, not been great with him this year. And now he's out for a month. So that I'm kind of writing that one, chalking that one up as a loss, but I'm not running. There's nobody you can run out and grab.
1: Steve, your like general mood right now is probably how a lot of fantasy managers are feeling. Just frust- you're frustrated. You're, you're overwhelmed. I mean, I just hope the, the optimistic big picture thing. I just hope is that this is, this is like we're approaching the low point of this and hopefully, you know, in in terms of fantasy hoops and we we get out of this and get back to some semblance of like cuz obviously everything was going kind of smoothly
2: up until recently. So, and it's funny you you mentioned it. You know, the league is like you will pick up guys from the G League and you will put them on your roster and you will continue to play because the owners are doing anything they can to avoid postponements and a shutdown. Which is good for us because I like having a job and I like watching NBA basketball. But if you watched that Warriors Raptors game on Saturday, that was the game that Kerr benched Draymond and Steph and every single player you've ever heard of. And the the roster for the Warriors was just all guys that nobody's ever heard of. And it was it was funny, Matt, because that game was on in the casino and it literally it was just Scrub City against the Raptors. And this old couple sitting at the table next to us both had Golden State Warriors face masks on. And every time Kuminga or whoever would pour a basket, they would they would golf clap at their table like this. And they're sitting like way in the back and they're smoking cigarettes, you know, and then they're they're golf clapping together every basket the Warriors made. And the Warriors got blown out, you know, about they were down like 30 the whole game and then they came back. To cut it a little bit, but that was that was my entertainment. And that's what we're getting ready to see is a lot of guys you haven't heard of playing basketball in the NBA. All right. Well, before
1: we get into some of those guys, just a few other notes here. Lamelo Ball is back. That's some good news. He had a 27 point game in his return. Shot it poorly on Sunday, I think it was, but overall he's back. That's good news. Damian Lillard, we saw him score 43 and 32. In his two games, both Blazers wins. I believe Lillard may have gotten his first dunk of the weekend, so possible that he is turning a corner in terms of that abdominal injury, Steve. I will also say one of my favorite stat lines of the weekend was Josh Giddy of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I don't know if you saw this one. He had 8 points, 18 rebounds, and 10 assists, and he was sitting on 8 points for so long trying to get a triple-double and just didn't get there. ended up shooting 4 for 14, but 8, 18, and 10 from the rookie point guard is a is a fascinating stat line to me, Steve. Any reactions for you to any of those?
2: I was going to ask you what he shot because you had to figure he was going for it, but he's been really fun this this season, man. Like I, I love Giddy. I'm, I'm kind of sad I didn't draft him anywhere, but he's not he's not out of the rookie of the year mix yet. Especially if he has a big second half, can stay healthy. Any, anything can happen, but yeah, he's fun, man. And, and his teammate Lou Dort also balling so those those two guys are some of the good things that are happening in fantasy hoops right now now giddy's line you're right was very very weird but as long as as long as he's rebounding and assisting and doing some other stuff i don't really care how, how he shoots or if he scores a ton of points every night
1: yeah and as for dort he returned from that ankle injury scored 29 i was looking at his performance recently his last 10 games he's Almost at 19 points per game, 1.1 steals, half a block, and 3.1 threes. So he is turning into a really fun fantasy player, and hopefully we don't see the Thunder resting him down the stretch like they did last year. Because otherwise, I'm I'm pretty excited about Dort the rest of the way.
2: Yeah, I'm super I'm super excited about Dort. Dort has sort of kept it going and and gotten better, and Baisley kind of leveled off and it's gotten a little worse. So Dort you know, I know there was a time we we used to talk a lot of Dort and Basley and which one we wanted. I think you and Ryan even had some maybe friendly wagers going about Lou Dort at some point. Uh, he's really come through and he he looks awesome. So I I have a lot of faith in Lou Dort right now.
1: Ryan is the owner of a Lou Dort like graphic T-shirt that was purchased on my dime. So I, I I think he may have worn it one day, but then he didn't say that he was wearing it. So. Uh, if you wear the thing on the podcast, you're supposed to mention it, but I don't know why I'm griping at Ryan because he's not here. So I guess we'll save that for another day. Quickly, Taylor Jenkins says that John Morant is quote getting really close to returning. So as we try to salvage some more good news coming out this weekend, there is another one. Those who have John Morant and have waited patiently, you may uh, soon get your
2: reward, Steve. Yeah, that's that is good news. That's fun. We need Ja. He was having a easily his best season to date so far and it was sad to see him go down it's going to hurt the De- anthony melton a little bit desmond bain's going to take a little bit of a hit but everybody has to be excited that ja Morant's coming back right like that's a good thing so let's go ja all
1: right our waiver wire leftovers are coming up in a second first we're going to take a very quick break Give the gift of NBC Sports Edge Plus this holiday season. You have 15% off annual subscriptions when you use the code HOLIDAY15 at checkout. This offer turns to coal on December 31st. So visit NBCSportsEdge.com slash Edge Plus today. And remember, all our premium tools for fantasy, DFS, and betting are included in one low Edge Plus subscription. Also, Download the NBC Sports Predictor app powered by PointsBet and enter this week's free NBA pick and roll contest for a chance to win $50,000. This week, we're highlighting matchups between the Cavaliers and Celtics, Raptors and Bulls and Nuggets and Thunder. So if you don't have the Predictor app yet, download it now. Let's get some waiver wire leftovers, Steve. Chuma Okiki exploded over the weekend with a number of guys in the protocols for Orlando. Also, Wendell Carter Jr. getting injured. Okiki. First had a game of eighteen points, ten rebounds, four dimes, six steals a block, and four triples. He followed that up with fifteen points, six rebounds, two steals, two blocks, three threes. So he became a very, very popular waiver wire pickup. Of course, their game Monday today is postponed. That's really the only downside for O'Kiki, but I am holding him through this based on what we just saw. What about you?
2: Yes. And didn't Wendell Carter Jr. go down, get wheel wheel carted wheelchaired off
1: yeah I, i'm gonna double check but keep going i'm gonna double check his status
2: okay so okiki was already heating up before that happened and now if wcj is gone for a long time which it, anytime a wheelchair is involved getting a guy off the court unless your name is paul pierce uh it, it's usually a a long-term thing so the orlando magic played three times this week only one team that I'm aware of, the Oklahoma City Thunder, Lou Dort and Josh Giddey. Oklahoma City has a four-game week. Most other teams play three times this week, and then there's seven teams that only play twice. So if something Watch. happens with the, one of those seven teams that already only plays twice, it's it's going to get it's going to get nasty. Now this is also a weird week schedule-wise. You guys will want to look at this because usually Mondays real busy tuesday's kind of dead and wednesday's real busy and then thursday's light but this week because of christmas and christmas eve being on friday there are no games on friday so they moved most of those games to thursday thursday is your big 12 game night this week monday tuesday and wednesday are five or six games each one so schedule is way different this week so be sure to look at that but okiki looks good to me for three games because He's, he's kind of balling right now for Orlando.
1: The Heat continue to have some injury absences, and that means Max Struess went for 32 and 24 points with eight and four threes respectively. He's 9% rostered. Obviously, you're double-checking on Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero before you deploy him in fantasy, but him and Gabe Vincent, who had 27 on Friday, was quieter on Sunday but still playing plenty right now. He's 26% rostered, so those are your two guys to look at in miami with their injuries
2: yeah i wasn't really buying gabe vincent at first but his name just keeps popping up and he keeps playing and you know i don't trust max streus but when he gets hot he does well so and i I feel like he's hot right now and the opportunity the opportunities there the heat played three times uh this week so yes on both guys
1: Chimezi Metu had 18 points, 11 rebounds, one steal, two blocks, and two threes on Friday. Then nine points, six rebounds, four steals on Sunday. Um, Rashawn Holmes has been out. Some other guys, you know, the Kings have had a bunch of absences lately as well. The Kings play Monday, the day we're recording this, and Wednesday. Then not again, I think, till Sunday, Steve. So if you're picking up Metu, you may want to make this like a two-game thing. Or if you missed out on Monday, it may suddenly become a lot less appealing. What are your thoughts?
2: Has, have we had a bigger waiver wire roller coaster ride than Shimizy Me Too this season? Because every time he gets hot, we're like, oh, go get him. And then he, then he goes away. We're like, oh, the, the experiment is over. And then he comes, comes back. He just won't go away. And, you know, the more, the more this, the protocols come into play and the more Marvin Bagley is still around and, and having issues, the, the better things are for Chimezie. so yeah i i'm 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 in he's fun he's fun when he's playing
1: the houston rockets have a couple names i wanted to hit one is kj martin who has double digits in four straight games prior to monday he's around 28 minutes in those games this is always a guy we expected to we'd have to wait for the silly season but this, when the silly season arrives in december Suddenly you have your KJ Martin right now. He's just nine percent rostered. And also Josh Christopher for the Rockets has been playing well. His last three, Steve's shaking his head, and we'll find out why in a second. 13.7 points, 4.7 dimes, Thirteen point seven points, four point seven dimes, one point three steals, one point seven threes, the last three games for Josh Christopher. Are you not feeling the Josh Christopher thing, Steve? What's up?
2: No, I I am, but he's one of those guys. Like you talk about a silly season potential March and April guy. It's it's Christopher. Yet the Rockets are so weird. And are we ever going to see Kevin Porter Jr. again? Speaking of which, are we ever going to see Jimmy Butler again? I meant to make that comment when you were talking about the heat. Like, Jimmy Butler's been gone a long time. And I think you and I, pre-draft, were like, eh, I'm kind of I'm worried about Butler, how many games he's going to play. So I, I don't know what's going on with the Rockets. I know that we basically are dealing with a G League situation at this point, And that means Christopher and K.J. Martin are both, very relevant. Like I, I like the idea of throwing those guys in in the DFS lineups when your options are low and you you need some cheap guys. So Christopher's been making noise for you know a few weeks now, and he he's about three months early. He's he's three months ahead of schedule. Before I thought we'd be talking about him.
1: We're getting our preview of the silly season. I think that's what we're getting. We're getting like a sneak preview of the true silly season. We're getting like a mini series version right now. In December, I think we're going to get back to normal at some point. And by the way, speaking of Kevin Porter Jr., according to beat writer Kelly Iko, he is targeting a return of December 27th for whatever that's worth. So about a week from now. So Christopher may just have a shorter run here, but I do think he's interesting. Matt, go ahead. Do
2: you know when my birthday is?
1: December 27th.
2: It is. It is. That's a good guess. Thank you. It's a good guess.
1: As a KP, I of course knew that. I just I just want to say, like I let's be clear. I mean, you you were already you're already going to get quite a gift in the mail. In fact, it's already in the mail, so don't worry about that. I knew
2: I was going to say it better already be in the mail or it won't be here until February. Yeah. So, but yeah, so my birthday's December 27th. I've got KPJ on a lot of teams, so that, that's how we're celebrating my birthday. KPJ and I are going to go out and and win some fantasy that night. We're psyched about it.
1: I like it incidentally, incidentally your birthday gift, which I said as I said is definitely definitely in the mail has has already been bought a long time ago is a rockets jersey with the name gary bird on the back <laughs> so you have that to look forward to
2: a reader pointed out that we had accidentally called gary bird's eight million dollar contract an 80 million dollar contract and he th- he thought that was the funniest thing he'd ever read <laughs> on Roto world and he was like begging us not to change it not to correct it and i thought that was funny
1: yeah i enjoyed that as well and that is what spawned the idea for buying you a gary bird custom jersey which as i said i've i love it definitely already bought denny avdia has three straight double digit games that's a rarity 13.3 points 5.3 rebounds 2.3 dimes 1.7 steals 1.7 threes in 26 minutes his coach has been talking up his defense he's five percent rostered note that he will not play on thursday because of postponement also note that denny avdia has fooled us before but what are your thoughts keeping all that in mind
2: think the key to that is denny abdia has fooled us before it just depends on who's playing for the wizards so they play twice this week at best so this is not the best time to go experiment with with denny but he's another guy if you get him on the right night and he's hot like he's he's fine and he's kind of fun but then there's times he's disappeared i feel like feel like he's he's a more consistent and better player right now than he has been at any stage in his career so my trust is, is growing with him a little bit, but I don't, I don't love this two-game
1: week. All right, let's go quick hitters down the line here. Herb Jones had 17 points, 9 rebounds, 4 assists, with a steal and a block on Friday. That was after a couple of duds. He's 20% rostered. I'm interested in this guy, Steve. A little worried about that aforementioned inconsistency, though.
2: Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I Herb Jones has been relevant for a while now, and the this, this Pelicans team is so bad. It's not going anywhere, I Herb Jones has been relevant for a hot minute, but he's he's hit or miss. And like you said, he got kind of he got kind of cold for a minute, and then he then he'll heat up, and then he'll get cold again. So I don't know. I thought you were typing at me, it scared me.
1: Real solid deep league guy. Real solid deep league guy. I don't trust him in a shallow league yet. Very solid. We mentioned Giannis in the protocols. Jordan War has been playing pretty well for Milwaukee. On Saturday, he had 28 points, 11 rebounds, four assists, with four threes. Won't play until Wednesday if my schedule reading is correct though, Steve.
2: Nawra. Yeah. Another guy like signs all year of being ready to, to break out and do something, but I just I can't get I can't get all in with him quite yet. He's he's on my watch list. Like you said, these are quick hitters, end of the end of the bench kind of guys. And but Nuora gets opportunities. Occasionally, it just depends. Again, who who's playing and who's not.
1: While we're on Milwaukee, Bobby Portis has been in the protocol. So Demarcus Cousins had a major Demarcus Cousins sighting on Saturday. Twelve points, twelve rebounds, five steals, a block, and two threes. Again, I'm I'm I have not run to pick up Boogie Cousins anywhere. But if you're desperate, I mean, there's potentially some short-term value here.
2: Yeah, and they played three times, so Boogie could actually have value this week. And that was one of those that slipped slipped past me as that was right in the middle of my travel my travel schedule and and I did not know we had a major boogie cousin sighting so like the santa tracker like where is boogie oh there he is boogie's boogie's back baby hey should the sacramento kings retire boogie's jersey number matt
1: yeah why not sure is that is that is that something we're talking about is that i think
2: so i i saw it somewhere on twitter okay. like it was a discussion that was being had. Okay. Some people were like, no, absolutely not, but other people, other people like the idea. So, I
1: mean, yeah, it sounds, it sounds like you're why, in. Yeah, why not? It sounds like why you not? don't really I just care. Just felt like it. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> sure, sure. Why not? Do it. And I want to, I want to retire Chimezie Metu's number while we're at it. For <laughs> he, we're gonna honor him for being a waiver wire absolute waiver wire sensation this year. Retires number, and then he picks a new number. That's that's where I'm at with that.
2: Okay, I'm good.
1: David Duke Jr. of the Nets had 18 points, 14 rebounds, two steals, one block. The problem is, there's a problem with every one of these pickups because that's just where we are right now. We know the Nets game on Tuesday is postponed, so we won't see we won't have an option to play him or any other Nets until Thursday at the earliest this week, Steve.
2: That means a two-game week. I kind of like the new word you just invented, poponed. Poponed is more fun to say than postponed. It's much easier to say
1: it is and it's easier and i think it's indicative of just what a mess things are we can't even say the word postponed correctly so why even try
2: yeah but duke i mean there's lots of nets that are going to be relevant right now i mean they're one of the teams they're they're sort of like the they're sort of like the star of this class of this covid shutdown class because they have all their guys in protocols and you know a guy like David Duke Jr., who most people had not, were not familiar with until about seven days ago. Suddenly somebody who might be able to help your fantasy team. And he's not alone. Is DeAndre Bembry mad? Is he still? With the team, or is he in quarantine somewhere?
1: I, I think Bembry has been unavailable, if I'm remembering correctly. I'm just looking back at their box score from the weekend. Yeah, no, no Bembry, but we had a, a sizable helping of Blake Griffin in that game. Yeah, I actually— 17, seven, and 6. I actually
2: started Blake Griffin in DFS for that game, so that was weird.
1: What you need to know about this game is that Cam Thomas and Patty Mills shot a combined 44 times, and they lost to the Magic. There, There you go. There you go.
2: That pretty much sums it up.
1: That sums up where we are in Weird times. again in December. In December. Cavs have had some roster issues. Their game was postponed against the Hawks on Sunday. Jetty Osman would be a guy to keep an eye on, though. He had 23 points, five rebounds, four assists on Saturday. They won't play until Wednesday, Steve. So again.
2: That is another t- two-game team you're you guys gonna have to decide if you're ready for the jetty osman pill or not those things are big they're hard to they're hard to swallow (laughs) and you gotta really think before you before you take one of those things for
1: sure for sure make sure you have a a, a large beverage if you're attempting to to swallow a jetty pill on your fantasy roster
2: (laughs) the gift that just keeps on giving clark
1: I know you're excited about Nicholas Batum being back. Twelve points, two steals, four threes over the weekend. He's twenty four percent rostered. I mean, I I don't I don't think it's a horrible idea, Steve. Honestly, it's not an exciting one, but I think you could do worse.
2: Super excited. Never been more excited (laughs) for anything. Marcus Morris is in the protocols, right? Like I was all that is someone I was excited about. I was fired up. Yes, he is. I saw fired up about Marcus Morris. Now he's gone man I'm finally gonna have to do it man when, we, when we're done with this I I'm gonna have, need to go pull up these lineups man up as one of the one of the readers said to me he said Steve stop crying man up and go set your lineups play fantasy you little baby and he's right man Like can like you're right my overall he didn't call me a little baby but that was a, that was the general tone of his that was a sentiment. That was the vibe. Yeah, I yeah, got He's you. right, because I have been, yes. have kind of been a baby about that. And I was even whining in my You were, you
1: know, we're sitting in the airport. You were whining a little bit earlier.
2: Sitting in the airport. I got my mask on and my glasses and my hat. I am oh, look like I'm getting ready to rob a bank. And I'm just, there's nothing to do when you're sitting in the airport. Let's look at your phone. And these WOGE bombs are coming in like every five minutes I get alert. I'm just like, check it out. And I show her and she's like, what is going on? When are they gonna shut down? When are they gonna shut it down? I'm like, they're not. We're going we're going scabs, baby. This this reminds me of the 80s when the NFL lockout happened and they went and found replacement players. Guys no one had ever heard of, and like people were paying money to go watch this. So play on. We hold, our, we're holding our fantasy teams together with duct tape, Matt. And in some cases, it's not even like actual duct tape, it's like painter's tape, that blue tape that really doesn't stick very well
1: doesn't stick to anything yeah not good bonding tape steve can you pop into the comments since you're already in there let's ask let's answer three questions before we get out of here
2: i don't know if we have three questions it's mostly actually it's
1: every it's just everyone telling you to stop complaining
2: (laughs) no it's not necessarily that this one was fun notice how the bogdanovich name above matt's head kind of looks like a tiara. It is perfectly rounded right over the top of your head. It's almost like- Yeah, that is- Let
1: me try to center like, for you.
2: Look at that. It's perfect. So I like that. That
1: is really- I'm going to screenshot that. A, that if I excellent.
2: Can. That was an excellent, excellent observation.
1: That's a great observation. I had never noticed that. That was,
2: that was Dr. G58. Uh,
1: but I'm going to say that has ruined everything for me. I'm Now it's all I'm going to be able to think about, and I don't even know if I can do the
2: podcast anymore. It's all I've been able to see. The whole show, and if we flip them, if we move Collins over, then the Collins is going to be your halo. You're going to have a Hawks halo hanging over your head at all times going forward.
1: The Collins one doesn't fit as well as you can see. It's a little more awkward if I'm trying to do the Collins one. Matt
2: hater raises, hate raises, or hater aces.
1: Hater raises is
2: upset because there's been. I have not called Chris Boucher, Boucher Chris Bosh today. In fact, we didn't even mention. Chris Boucher. Matt, has he has he been doing anything? I feel like he has been, maybe. I don't know. I, I I was like I was gone for a week and I literally didn't even take my computer with me.
1: In between two postponed games, he had a Sandwiched by two postponements he had an 11.8 rebound one block one one three pointer performance over the weekend.
2: Hate raises actually brings up a good point that a lot of us probably should have been thinking of before we got into this He said all his leagues have four injury slots and five pickups a week. none of mine do I don't think any of yours do either Matt but maybe we should have thought ahead on that and and gone gone that way
1: no the the league that I mentioned that has a 45 game limit has a bunch of IR spots no limit to pickups just a limited games
2: Matt I found this a question it's from Brian yes are both Danny Gafford and Isaiah Stewart worth keeping at this point do
1: you want me to go first or you want to take that one
2: I'm just gonna I I haven't studied their numbers this is off top of the head again I've been out of commission but in in my guesstimation I would say yes on both of them I know I know Isaiah Stewart's been been a little busty Hasn't been doing what we thought he was going to do. Gafford, to me, has been just fine. But with all these other centers coming back in Washington, he, he's he's going to take a hit. He may not be a must-have player on your team, but he's he's an okay player to have.
1: Gafford is, when you look at his stat line, it's not that exciting. He, He does occasionally have those huge games, but he is getting almost two blocks per game. And for that reason alone, I think he's worth keeping around. As for Stewart, he has been a disappointment. I mean, he's been around like eight points, eight rebounds, one block. But I think if you drafted Stewart, you have probably come fairly close to like, you know, weathering the most frustrating part of the season. Again, we talk about the silly season coming. A guy like Stewart is going to be a focal point for the Pistons down the stretch. So he is a guy that I'm... See if you have the funniest look on your face right now. Here is like squinting, I think, to find a question. And it looks like you're just scrutinizing what I'm saying. It was wildly distracting. My point is, I'd, I'd stay patient with Stewart because at least he's got a little bit of a floor... And I think, we, I think we hopefully see a ceiling in the second half as the Pistons season obviously spirals down the tubes.
2: Matt, every time I try to read something on my phone or my computer these days, I'm, I'm like, I find myself squinting like Mr. Magoo. And I'm like, man, I gotta go, I gotta go get me some glasses. And then I never go get me some glasses. So yes, I was, I was locked into trying to read these, these questions from a distance. And I, I'm sure it looked like I was just irate with what you were saying. I found I did find a question through my poor eyesight though. I found Oreo wants to know Dorian Finney-Smith's value the rest of the season. DFS has been playing pretty good for the for the Mavericks and didn't didn't Maxi Kleber have a huge game the other night? Also, Matt, I feel like he did.
1: I think he had like sixteen rebounds. DFS had twenty three the other night. Look, he it's as we've said recently, things are better for him. Yeah, season high twenty three points. Things are better for him, obviously, when Luca or Porzingis is out. But even when they're at full strength, he's on the floor enough and he's versatile enough to you know help you in threes and steals. I think he, as I've also said before, is a guy you have to be willing to accept a dud from here and there if you are the kind of fantasy manager who season 8.4 rebound game and you're like oh, I can't take it then he's not for you those games are going to happen you know but the overall net value I mean he's been around in 100 a top 100 guy in nine category leagues because of the threes the steals just the all-around uh, decent numbers
2: and I, I agree with you I feel like DFS has been playing well enough this season to to warrant being on teams and you know that's part of my part of my Debbie Downer thing I got going right now is is Luca we haven't seen Luca for a minute Ah. I didn't see the shutdown coming as, as harshly as it as it has. So that's been a little disappointing for me as well. But somehow, some way, my Luka teams just keep keeping on. So, And the mellow ball is back. back. Like, I can celebrate that at least, right?
1: Agreed. Absolutely. And by the way, I think we need to go in a second. But I just want to note, I noticed a second ago I was off center. So I got re-centered with the Bogdanovich back into position.
2: Yes, so. I, it looks much better. Much better.
1: I feel better in this spot. All right. Thanks for those questions, everyone. Thanks for watching and listening. That is going to do it for us. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, wherever you listen. Take a second to rate and review us as well. We are here Monday through Friday. We continue to all try to sort this out. Steve is going to turn his attitude around and stop complaining, start managing his teams. I think that's the last time we'll hear you complain this year. Steve, I want to say again, thanks to all of you for listening and for watching. Steve, go set those lineups. Pick yourself up, and I'll talk to you soon.
2: I've got some work to do. See you guys later.
0: Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference.